Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is iHeartRadio's PrattCast with Stephanie Pratt and Wells Adams. Episode 10 of the PrattCast starting right now. Wells hanging out in the Burbank studios in Los Angeles. I got Steph from all the way across the pond in London where she's still using her cell phone as a hotspot, which is very, very terrible Wi-Fi. So... Stand by. Wait, it actually says poor connection. Why don't you have internet at your house? Um, Because Sky is being so annoying. Skynet? Like, it's impossible. It's like my network here. It's impossible to get them on the phone. And they, like, don't have a number on their website. And I just have like, come upgrade my box because I guess it's, like, five, six years old. You got That's that. It's like so slow and doesn't have any Wi-Fi. But I can't get one of them to come out here. You got that Sky, blue check mark next to your Twitter name. Tweet out to Sky right now and get them over there. Okay. You know, worth a shot. Oh, that's cool. We got a lot to break down. I think first and foremost, we got to talk about the kind of bombshell that dropped this morning in the tabloids, where your what? brother, your brother, claims on his podcast. Oh. That uh, Caitlyn had a relationship with Miley before breaking up with Brody Jenner. I have no idea. I was like the last one to know about Miley and Caitlyn. But my brother, like I will say, he does like no facts. And there are a lot of things that people don't know surrounding them. Like I, someone told me. Yeah. Like way at the beginning of the show, like when we were filming the first couple episodes when I was saying like, God, like that really sucks. You know, if Caitlin's upset by that, hopefully she gets to do that too. And the person that I was speaking to said, well, she does it, but keeps it a secret. So you want to hear exactly what your brother said? Sure. I've already read it, but yeah. Oh, but for everyone else. 
So this is what he says. Uh, it's tough for me to listen to Caitlyn complain about people talking about her allegedly open relationship with Brody when we know she had a thing going with Miley, he said. She already had something going on with her when these scenes are filming, maybe not physically, but definitely emotionally. No one's judging you for what, whatever it is you and Brody do when he's not sleeping in his car. That's funny. Uh, we, just, funny. we just don't want people to lie about their lives. He continued, maybe you, should, you shouldn't have gone on television. It's called a reality show, hun. And the reality is that Brody's been talking about your sex life on his podcast for years. My favorite is when she's like, Brody and I were wild, young, crazy kids. Was that last week? Because you and Brody have been together for like a minute. Pratt said before referring to uh, Carter's makeout with Cyrus in Italy a week after a breakup with Jenner was confirmed. Are you older and more mature now that you're chilling on Miley's yacht? Okay, so... Oh, lucky. She's on Miley's yacht right now. She That's when all the pictures came out um, from they were on Lake Como. My thing is Great. this. I don't really understand where your brother's coming from because if the rumors... Of I'll them- tell you right now. It's because I just watched episode 10 and it is still Caitlin and Brody saying, can you believe these people have said this? It's because it's still relevant on our show and they're still dragging it out and making it actually look like we have made this up, even though they both have told us. So there was a scene. Actually, I think it was off. No, it was a scene on a yacht on that Laguna trip. And Caitlin basically told uh, Ashley, Audrina and Liz, who was the one who originally told me back at back right when I landed. Um, were there any other girls? La, la, la. And Jen, Jen Delgado. Um, she told us, she was like, yeah, it is true, but I don't want my family to be watching this on TV. I don't want to embarrass them. Um, you know, I don't know. I just don't want, you know, judgment. And we're like, first of all, no one is judging you. We're just trying to stop this before it just turns into gossip wildfire, which as we can see, we're on episode 10 and it still has. And, you know, we're like, everyone has a different take on their sexuality and what they want to do behind the doors. Like there's absolutely no judgment. We're not judging you. We just want this charade to end. And her whole answer was that she didn't, you know, want her parents to see this. So I just, I, I'm so confused that like now dating Miley again, so lucky that she's doesn't care about her parents. But again, like, I don't know Caitlin a million percent. I just know that was our conversation. The girls were there. They heard it. we talked about it for like an hour, really supporting her. And yeah, so maybe that was... I don't know. I don't know why she didn't want on the show if... I don't know. Okay, so here's my question, though. Is your brother accusing Caitlyn of cheating on Brody? I have no idea. Because he's saying that they had a relationship before the breakup. Which, to me, this is why this this whole thing is confusing, because... It's Does it pre- really matter, though? It's pretty evident that they had an open relationship. 
Like, that's what the show is showcasing. That's what Brody has said on multiple mm-hmm. podcasts. Like, we all know it. I don't understand what the point of Spencer going on his podcast saying this is supposed to mean. Yeah, they were in an open relationship. So if she did hook up with anybody, think, whether it's a pop star or not. I think you much about this, Wells. It's a huge, it's a huge story. It's also the focal point of your TV show right now. No, you're talking about a quote that he said. Scott, you really riled up. No, I'm just trying to understand what he's Listen saying. To you. Oh my God. <laughs> Why does it matter? Why are you trying to dissect a sentence? That's what this podcast is about, by the way. It's Dissecting about this show. From Spencer Pratt. I don't have time for that, Wells. It's the main headline on every gossip magazine right now. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> on every magazine here, it's about Brexit and our new prime minister. And yours is Spencer's quotes. <laughs> okay. Like, we need to, like, check ourselves. Steph. Yeah. This is bon- you. Kn- you Sorry, are- I watched this episode and I'm just like in shock that I was a part of it. Okay, we're going to get to your thing because your thing is actually very cool. But you have to grasp the, un- the idea that this show <laughs> is about the TV show that you're on. And if there's a huge headline that comes out about the show, we have to dissect it. Okay, but Spencer's saying that whatever his quote was about cheating... Does it really matter? Because Brody would probably, Brody said that they have an open relationship. So even if it was going on, that's not cheating. That, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's the point of the whole thing. Like, I'm so confused as to why someone would go and say that if they're in an open relationship. It doesn't really make any sense. Anyways, we can move forward. We got to talk. Yes. About- we got to talk about, I think we should all give a round of applause for Brandon right now, who seems like the hero of the show. Um, so he is like, I don't know, he's the peacemaker. He gets um, Brody in a room with you. And he effectively does something that I don't know if has ever happened on the hill. He can, the hills, he convinces Brody to actually apologize to somebody. I can't speak for everyone, but I really believe that Brandon is the wisest, smartest, most normal human being that I've ever met. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. He is so beyond his years. He's 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 very special. Like. Oh, I, I like want you to like meet him and hang out with him. He's he's incredible. I have better. He's on because the show. He never, <laughs> yeah, because he never. Okay. Oh, duh. Um, because he doesn't choose sides. He's he thinks about it. Like he just gets it on a Jedi level. Yeah. And he's just nice. You know, you can tell it's coming from a really sweet, sensitive heart. And he is. And his mom seems so nice and love animals. I love them. Okay. So tell me about that moment when you walk in, because I think, you know, at least the way it's perceived is that you are effectively kind of like scared of Brody after your last interaction with him. Like it was a scary yeah, moment. Remember the network flew in. Yeah. So walking yeah. into that restaurant where Brody is like, what is your mindset walking in and seeing it? I was just, just like saying in my mind, don't talk 70, 
try not to talk because I talk so much. It's so annoying. And I always am the one that starts being like, you know, I understand that. You know, I played a big part in this too. And I'm always the one because I'm used to apologizing to Spencer growing up that ends up apologizing to the person that's apologizing to me. Yeah. So annoying. So I just was like, don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. Let him talk. But that was, I wasn't thinking, I mean, thank God Brandon was there because I told the show I would never film another scene without, with no one else there. Yeah. But uh, Brandon, he's just, he's so centered. He's like calming. But I was really shocked and I was also really bummed watching it because Brody goes so much deeper into that about, you know, things when we were growing up that happened and like he's taking so much like you can just tell he's thought about so many things before coming to see me and he's acknowledging it. And, you know, he's a Paul, like it was just one of the like greatest nights when like a family member, you just finally connect with them. And you're like, thank you. Like, I like, why do we always do this? So I've realized what the show is. I just did on my Instagram story is this is like surface level cliff notes. Yeah. But like they should have shown this beautiful side of Brody and like this wonderful moment that Brody and I've needed for like 15 years. Okay. But this is your platform. What did we miss? I just kind of told you. Not really. I mean, you said it was stuff about like growing up and there were some deep seated issues, but like what was the beautiful moment that was cut out? Just, him just, you know, saying that he's realized from this moment to this moment, you know, when I was in college, like just, we literally went through like a timeline and I mean, you guys would be here forever if I went through it, but, and then we talked, then he talked about like how far I've come that I've made this whole life for myself in London and, you know, I've got a jewelry line, clothing line. He was saying that he was really proud of me. Like it was just stuff that I would never believe in a million years would ever happen. Like it was really a moment. And then I went to Spencer and Heidi's house after this wasn't shown the scene. And I just like straight up said to them, I was like, Brody and I just really like got past everything. Like I love Brody with all my heart again. Well, that's like, that was a whole scene. It has a quick 180. I mean, I guess, the, the, it seems like the theme. But that's of, the thing you don't like. You don't see it. Like Brody tears up in it. I tear up in it. Like it's like we we hug more in it. Like it's about my family. Like my dad growing up was his. Like it was so much deeper. I just it's not like it's a crazy one eighty. Like this is someone that's been in my life forever. No, I get it. And it seems like this this whole episode is very much like um, Brody's on a make amends tour because at the <laughs> at the swimsuit uh, party or whatever, you know, there's this encounter with uh, your brother and and Brody, and I was very surprised at like as much. As much trash as both of them have talked about one another, when they came together, it was like, we good, bro? Yeah, we're good, bro. All right, love you, bro. Love you, bro. And then that was it. That's the thing. Like, he's, he was, like, no one really can grasp 
because they just don't know us, how close he was to our, like, it's, there's just so much history. I loved watching that scene. Loved it. Um, But I, watching it, I was just like, I know that's not going to last because Spencer holds grudges. But like, I loved watching that scene, but. Is that foreshadowing into the uh, vowel renewal? No, that's just me saying that's who he is. Um, speaking of Brandon and being the, I don't know, voice of reason, the voice of reason, the Jedi on the show, uh, they go to the wildlife center, which I mean, I, even I knew that his mom was like really big into like PETA and like wildlife uh, centers and stuff. Um, Very known. Yeah. Here's my question. Did that girl really work there? Um, or is she just a hot chick? They were like, hey, put this shirt on and go flirt with him. Go pick up some coyote poop. Wait a minute. Is that really what you thought watching it? Yes. You were like, hmm. <laughs> she looked like a supermodel. I didn't. I fast forwarded that so I didn't see her. I know her name was Brittany, right? I don't know her name. It was Coyote Poop Girl. And, and then your brother was like, I feel <laughs> your brother was such the spot, the pot stirrer in that situation that I, I loved it. He was just like, I, I've got to feel something between you two. And the whole time I'm thinking, is this like one of the swimsuit models that they just threw on one of these green shirts and said, Hey, go, huh. go hit on him for a little bit. Also, that's a good question. Side sidebar, uh-huh. just a suggestion. Maybe. Don't wear camo to a wildlife center because every <laughs> animal is going to be like, oh, sh-t. it's a hunter. Oh, my God. <laughs> bulls are going to try to take a nap on him. <laughs> are bulls in wildlife? What is a bull? Is that I'm just a male cow? Oh, yes. Yes. It's so there's like no male cows. Like it's mainly cows. Yes. Not bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, no. Are bulls endangered? I'm kidding. No, like, you got... You it's weird that you don't see a lot of bulls with cows. Well, I think you do. You just probably don't <laughs> know it. But, you know, like, there are probably more female cows than male cows because female cows create milk, and well, I think we drink a lot of milk. And, you know... Oh, my God, so they kill the male ones? I think that that's what you're eating a lot of in in McDonald's. Do you know I had it for the first time in like five years on Friday night? It, how did you, what did you think of it? No one has better French fries. No one. That's valid. I'm sorry. No one. No nice restaurant. No one. That's what I have to think of. That's what I have to say about it. <laughs> um. Okay, so I, I guess I wanted to get your thoughts on on Audrina's bathing suit launch party. Did you watch that scene? No, I fast forwarded. Why? Because I had a podcast to get to. <laughs> <laughs> That's about. Well, I didn't really manage my time that well today. I had to get a new cell phone case. Yeah, and it was at a specific store. Okay. Well, let's do 15 minutes on a cell phone case. How does it look? What's what's going on with it? 
Is it, is it a Mophie? It's Does it thick. charge? And I'm, I'm going to go on Amazon and I'm yeah. going to get a lanyard and I'm going to wear it around my neck so I never lose it. Okay. That's... Yeah, actually, this is kind of a gift to you oh, as well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, that's so awesome. Anyways, okay, so there is this scene that Audrina is putting together this bathing suit launch party. I guess she had, she was known as like the bathing suit queen way back in the day, and she had this bathing, oh my God. This bathing suit Oh, Her body, line. her bikini body is like a thing from heaven. Yeah, she works out. Um, and then... She doesn't, that's the thing. Yeah, right. Like, she does a little bit, but if she lifts a heavy weight for like a few days... She gets so bulky so fast like that. Her arms are just naturally perfect like that. Ugh. I know. She's just the perfect specimen. Well, anyway, so she's she bringing back this bathing suit line. I mean, like, I know you didn't go to the party because, I guess, were you just not invited? Is that the idea? Yeah, definitely not invited. Were you sad you weren't invited? <laughs> are you kidding? Missing a filming day? I love those. Yeah. Um, yeah, I missed, um, I worked, I had a day off, Okay. so it wasn't that sad. Well, anyways, did you, did you see her line? Like, did you, what did you think of like her bringing this all back? Like, I know, like, aside from the fact that you guys have your disagreements right now, like, were you proud of her that like, um, she was like bringing this whole thing back or were you like, I'm, yeah, I'm super stoked that she's made a swimsuit line because I think the coolest thing in the world is working moms. Yeah. Like they're just from another planet, how capable and how much they get done. Like I'm amazed by some of my friends. So Adrena becoming a working mom, also a working single mom, like that's got like, that's the hardest job. Like that's just boss, babe, bitch. So I'm really proud of her and really happy. Real quick. I think that's also like a great role model. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, Jeb's going to lunch with his dad, which is the cutest freaking thing in the world. And then I want to get <laughs> into Brandon's definition of dating, which is just confusing and wonderful. Stick around. Pratcast coming right back. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the app store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body. And I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? 
because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, we're back. Um, did you watch the part where Justin Bobby and his dad rode Harleys to some, like, roadside burger Obviously. joint? Okay, so you saw that thing. By the way. So that restaurant that they went to is like the most famous restaurant in Malibu. It's called Neptune's Net. And it's like where all the bikers in the world go. So when you drive by it, there's like 50 to 60 just motorcycles. Like I don't even think you're allowed to drive a car there. Really? And then the other thing is, I don't know if it was mentioned. I don't think it was. They drove from Orange County all the way to almost Ventura, they literally rode like nearly five hours. Isn't that crazy? And then they came to my party after, but I'm sure that scene was cut out. So back to back to what we were talking about earlier. That was just you know. Well, I just thought it was interesting, like seeing Jess and Bobby, kind of you know, if there's anything that we've learned from Jess and Bobby is he kind of. Private. His, He's private. Private. Yeah, keeps his cards close to his chest, and this was like the one person that we've seen been able to like get stuff out of him which was his father um which i thought was like super sweet i loved when he was describing um his new girlfriend and he's like yeah she's curvy and the dad's like yeah okay let me see some pictures and then he starts scrolling through being like oh yeah no you know what he said i have it in my notes yeah he said Lindsay's curvy and smart yeah and that Lindsay is a freaking genius. Like she is, I mean, her she's a businesswoman. But it's interesting that he used the word smart. Why? Because I think that's kind of not a dig, but kind of referencing to Audrina, his ex, that Ashley's just more on his on his level. Inch? I see. Really bad. But he's based, yeah. He's saying Lindsay's smart and Audrina's not. Wow. I, I didn't take it like that. I was just, I took it more as um, she's very much a blonde bombshell. And generally, um, the stigma is, is that like blondes are dumb, right? And he's like, no, no, no. She's no. a blonde bombshell, but she's actually really smart. I'm just, t- I mean, that's how I perceived it. That's so sexist and wrong, Wells. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm just saying how it looked on TV. And by the way, they're both mean. 
One's saying that blondes are dumb, and the other one is saying that Audrina's dumb. So you don't love Jebs anymore? I do. I'm just going over what happened on this show with you. <laughs> okay. I know. Okay, so... You just said both of the things, and either implication or mean, so I just said, are you over your love affair with Jebs? I didn't, well, I, that, I didn't even pick out that, like, and she's smart thing, which I thought that's interesting that, like, you wrote that down. I just, um, so anyways, so he finally, like, it's, it seems like her father, his father is even team, uh, Justin, Bobby and Audrina. Cause he's like, kind of like prying as to like, what's going on with you guys? Why aren't you together? What's happening? And Justin, Bobby has to kind of finally justify to his dad why it's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. I think we're all sad, like, that they never worked out. They were just such an, like, important, and they had such a deep connection. I think everyone roots for them. I mean, I know I did, and I knew after 10 years they were never going to get back together on the show. But back then, like, everyone was rooting for them. Yeah. Everyone wanted them to, like, you know, ride off in the... In the sunset. When this show started, I thought for sure that's what the last scene was going to be. Them, like, putting the do not disturb thing on a hotel room and, like, being like, <laughs> see you guys later. Bachelor style. That's so Bachelor, isn't it? I know. I'm sorry. Speaking of I re- love it. Speaking of relationships that may or may not be, uh, Brandon and Ashley shopping was, I, I felt <sighs> so bad for Ashley. Cringe. Because she's doing that thing that a lot of women do with guys who just aren't ever going to probably get there, which is like try to figure out a way to get them to say that they're their girlfriend, but it just comes across clunky and weird. I don't know if it's the same for boys. You can answer this, but for girls, I think if they have like a great first kiss, second kiss, Like, usually you want to say, like, let's keep doing this. Let's keep hooking up. But then when it becomes more than that, you don't want them to be doing other things with other people. It is the most uncomfortable thing because girls, I think, I'm not sure if it's true, feel it way before guys would even think, you know, that that's a conversation. Like, I I would want that conversation before I slept with someone. Like, I wouldn't sleep with someone unless, you know... We were we were exclusive, like talked about it. It was fact. And also, like, what's the difference between being exclusive and a boyfriend? Like, I also that's where I get confused. I'm curious what you think. But if I'm exclusive with someone like they're kind of my boyfriend. But then again, I call these three month people my boyfriend. I guess I <laughs> really figuring this out. I guess exclusive is the same as boyfriend for me. Is that the same for you? Or is it like Brandon? They're very separate. I think that I'm with you, but I feel like I'm old and from like a bygone era that like doesn't subscribe to Brandon's dating Theo. So this is what he says. When he's exclusive with the girl, it means they are happy and only hooking up with each other. But when you're my girlfriend, you know my family. You have a key to my house, and you can drive my cars. By the way, did you like how he said cars, plural? I thought that was funny. Whenever you want. Oh, my God. Um, So, like, 
And how Sarah See, that I, feels like a fiance to me. That's exactly what Sarah said. Sarah said that oh he's talking no he's talking about marriage. When you get married, <laughs> you meet the entire or or engaged, you meet the entire family. You get a key to the house because you probably live together at this point. He's just confused. And drive I think. driving Lamborghinis. Yeah. You can drive one of my Lambos. You can drive the old one, Toots. Right. Um yeah, so I don't so I mean, do you agree to Yeah, I agree with you. Like I'm just very confused by it. And I like that the way that he's able to justify not being exclusive and saying that she's my girlfriend is because he says normally I'm the one who falls first and wants to get into a relationship. But the fact that she did it before me is red flags and I'm gonna have to back off. You know, like obviously someone has to fall first. So I always wonder that if it's a turn off if I make the first move. That is still like if there was a crystal ball, that's probably what I would ask it. Is yeah. it a turnoff if I make the first move? There's just so many rules, you know? And I know it's 2019, but I don't know. Does it turn a guy off? I would think it does. That's why I'm probably just sitting here with no boyfriend on my sofa because I just wait. <laughs> well, I think this is a good opportunity to ask the listeners out there what they think. Email us your yeah. answers to prattcast at iheartmedia.com. Yeah, I really want to know from the men. Is it a turn off when a woman makes the first move? Would it be a turn off for you? What do you mean by make the first move? Like hook up with you or like say, hey, listen, are we boyfriend, girlfriend or what the hell's going on? Like you say you exchange numbers um, through friends and he like, there's like kind of like, Hey, great to meet you. Great to meet you. And then time goes by to make the first move. Like, would you text or call that person or like invite them to a movie? Like, I don't know. Like I just, for me, I'm just like, well, I'm just sitting here like doing nothing but laundry. Can I, you know, call that guy that I just met or is it weird? I mean, there used to be this thing like of like, I, you have to wait three days before making the phone call. And I, I know whenever it's the fourth day, I'm like, oh, they just don't want to do the rule. But no, that just means they're never calling. <laughs> I also just don't think people do that anymore. Like now with texting and yeah. social media and stuff, it's like almost immediate. So I don't think that. And that's what's scary. But hold on. There's two questions then you're asking. Like when you meet somebody, is it a turnoff if the woman makes the first move like by calling them? But the, But what we're talking about is with with Brandon, is it a turnoff if a woman comes to the man and is like, what's the deal? What's the, you know, DTR here? See, I don't know why um, that freaked Brandon out so much because I wouldn't keep letting a guy touch my body without being like, what's the deal? Like, are we exclusive? And why would that freak out Brandon? I'll tell you why I freaked out Brandon. The wildlife why? girl. The what? The wildlife girl. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany the wildlife girl is stuck in his head. You know? <laughs> he's like, he was like, man, I don't know he if I can smell get... the poop. Yeah, he's like, man, that coyote poop is it's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I can't get her out of my mind. But I do think that's the, I mean, like I'm joking, but I think that's kind of You just the, don't want to waste time though. Like as a woman, like you don't want to waste time if this guy is just gonna, you know, mess around. Like 
I think it's normal that she asks. And he like freaked out. He was like, whoa, that's a bad sign. Yeah, he doesn't do a really great job of like kind of explaining to her what they are because I don't think he really understands what they are. Because um, she cut her hair. <laughs> He's like, who are you? That was a different lady. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny stuff. <sighs> I enjoyed that. I'm happy. Um, all right. Well, I know it was hilarious when he said, and she was like, what do you call me? And he goes, Ashley, yeah, that's your name. He's so quick and witty. That killed me. Yeah, that was quick and witty, but it was also kind of mean. Because he knew what she wanted to hear. I know, but you can't lie to a girl just because they want to hear that. That's worse. Yeah. And you know what? I bet there was a lot more to that scene that was cut out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm telling you, it's the cliff notes. Hey, Steph, you know what's gross? What? Warm alcohol. No one likes warm alcohol. Neither did Dylan, the founder of Brewmate, and that's why he made it Brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. And I'm not really a beer drinker, so whatever your taste is, they have it all. Beer, wine, or spirits. And Brewmate makes every sure every sip is the perfect temp. Look, I hate it when my drink gets warm because I'm finished. If you're like me, you'll love Brewmate. I got to tell you what, I've been drinking a lot of White Claws recently, and they got Brewmates that fit in there. Because there ain't no laws when you're drinking the Claws. Love me this Brewmate. They got the Hopsolator Trio because it keeps my favorite White Claw or IPA, nice and cold for me. I got mine in the OD green, but I almost went for the stainless. Honestly, there's so many great colors to choose from. You can't go wrong. Don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com and add code PRATCAST to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate. B-R-U-M-A-T-E dot com. And add code podcast. Cold drinks are much better than gross warm ones. Agreed. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you guys to do one more poll for the emails. Okay. I tried to do it on my Instagram story, but obviously I'm bad with technology and I don't know how to do it. I'm curious, would the show be better without the interviews, like the original style? Because when I was watching it, the interviews take so long. And that could have just been footage to make it more of like a movie TV show, like how it used to be. But these interviews are so long, they probably take out like 20 minutes. And that, that's why, you know, the show's edited so much, I think. Interesting. I, I would yeah, say... Watch, th- next time you watch it, notice how long the interviews take and how often they are. Yeah. I would say that the opposite happens that it speeds up dialogue because then you don't have to listen to people go back and forth when someone just is a talking head being like, all right, so today we're at my launch of my swimsuit thing, you know? Um, but that's an interesting question because it would definitely change the dynamic. Yeah. I'm interested what people are going to think. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. So, um, what do you guys think? Email us at Prattcast at iheartmedia.com. Um, so there's only a couple episodes left. What can we look forward there's to, Steph? There's one more episode. One more? The one more. Dude. I know. No more Jebs in your life. And I never got to meet the guy. 
What the F? All right. I don't. Yeah. Who knows where he is? I'm just going to DM him and be like, hey, man, <laughs> you, you want to go? Because I have a motorcycle. You want to go ride? I've told him so many times to listen to this because yeah. we talk about him so much. Yeah. Such a punk. He never does. Jeb's definitely doesn't have an iPhone. He has like a walkie-talkie from like 1937. <laughs> that's like really cool. There's no way he has an iPhone. And he's like tactical vest. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. He he gets messages through like carrier pigeons. I you know he's just the coolest. So the last I episode. Will say one thing about the last episode. Okay. I've heard from Ashley that. They've all been kind of called back to film some scenes. I yeah. don't know if everyone is. I don't know if, you know, Brody and Caitlin were interested in doing that. But to keep it real time, after all, it is a reality show. Um, they're going in and talking about Miley and what's going on. So I'm actually really excited for the finale since I'm not in the loop. And I'm, yeah, I want to hear what people are really thinking. Interesting. So that would be cool. Oh, and it's two hours. Yay. All right. Um, all right, Steph, I love you so much. I hope that you get the uh, the Sky Internet people to your house soon. Oh, my God, yes. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I did write it down there. Um, all right, well, one more episode Thanks left. So. Hills, yeah. Show's over. Follow PrattCast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.